0: Instead of using his, his laser eyes to destroy, they are used to destroy bad thoughts and, and turn criminals into good, see? Oh. Well, I mean, you know, temporarily, like, say there are bank robbers, and our hero zaps one of them, and he turns against his crew, I mean, the, the bad guy, he turns against his crew. Uh-huh. I mean, he has other superpowers, but, but that one I thought was a cool Idea. I don't know. Kind of playing with. Yes,
1: it. sir. Yes, sir. I'll send him on in now. Mr. Noble will see you now.
0: Oh. Oh. I thought we were. I'm sorry. Uh, no. No. Nothing. Just. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> uh, Going go in his office.
1: Yes. Well, <clears throat> huh, come on in. Uh, Mr. Uh, Trash, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, uh... Uh, Is this one of those, uh, joke names like Ben Dover or Michael Hunt or Hawk or something like that? No, no, it's my real name. Okay, so listen. The reason for me calling you in here, Mr. Uh, Hunt... Trash. Huh? Oh, (laughs) sorry. Uh, Trash. The reason I called you in here is because... I'm just going to have to, well, take out the trash. S- sir? <laughs> sorry, harsh. Uh, company is cutting uh, some corners, and, well, uh, I'm just in a tight spot. Uh, so I'm going to have to, uh, you know, let you go, Mr. Trash. And I need a new Corvette. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, economy. It's its rough but, but, but and all. man, I need this job. Uh... Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. no, man. Come on, Get. <laughs> <kid. laughs> You're making it weird.
0: Oh, man, I need this job, oh, man. Oh,
1: okay, uh... Oh, please don't, man. Don't don't let me go, man. Uh, I need this... Oh, uh, uh, Betty, <laughs> can you send in oh, Raul, man. please? Oh, Thank man, you. this All is right. heavy. All right. All right. Oh, there he is. Oh, right. I'm leaving. I'm, 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 leaving. I'm
0: leaving. I'm leaving. I'm... Oh, man. Hey,
1: uh...
0: Man. Oh, man, I could... I could really use a story right now. Oh man. Just want to cool my head. I need the minister. Yeah. I need the minister, man. He, he, he'll solve this problem. Oh man. This is heavy.
2: I'm not a good person. I've done bad things. I've hurt people to get ahead, I've ruined people's careers just to advance mine. My children don't speak to me because of how abusive I was with them growing up. All three of my marriages ended in divorce due to my infidelities. Call me an atheist, an agnostic, or whatever you want, but I've never believed in a god or even a devil. I'm very aware of myself, and no matter how much pain I've caused other people, admittedly, sometimes even purposely to entertain myself, no one deserves what I went through. I'm currently laying in a hospital bed, hooked up to machines and IVs. I don't remember how I initially got here, but there was apparently an attempt on my life. The last thing I remember is working in my home office, then blackout. The nurses said I had been shot in the back of the head and was lucky to be alive. I will have permanent brain damage for the rest of my life, but luckily, I'm alive. The police informed me the would-be assassin has been caught and confessed to what he did. Apparently, it was a former employee in my company. I'd never met him before, but he was part of a department that I deemed obsolete and laid off the entire department. The plus side was... I was able to pay off my Corvette years early thanks to the savings of that particular closure. Apparently one of them didn't see any silver linings to the layoffs. After I blacked out, I awoke in the hospital with medical personnel filling a small room. I was standing at the far end of the room perplexed by my sudden awakened state as well as my unfamiliar surroundings. The medical staff were doing all they could to save someone's life. It was almost out of a movie or a TV show. Although I had just woken up, no grogginess or fatigue, which was very strange. After a few seconds of trying to gather myself, I decided I needed answers. Hey! I yelled abruptly to get someone's attention. Why have I been brought here? They ignored me and continued their work. Now I know I'm not exactly the nicest guy in the world, but they could have taken two seconds to acknowledge me. I became impatient. Hey Doc! i exclaimed as i grabbed his shoulder i couldn't move him he was solid i don't mean solid like he was tough to move i couldn't move him at all i couldn't even move his scrubs i felt every ripple of his shirt as my palm pressed it it was almost like it was made of a plastic or metal i pressed again nothing i pressed harder he didn't budge something was clearly not right i tried getting the attention of everyone else I yelled at them and pushed them. I even tried slapping one of the doctors on the back of his head. I felt my hand hit, but it's as if he was wearing a helmet. Not one strand of hair budged. What the hell is going on here? Somebody answer me! I screamed, feeling a bit more panicked. As they continued their work, I looked down at the patient they were hastily trying to save. It was... me. I was watching these people try to save my life. My eyes widened out of fright and the realization of me having some kind of -of out-of-body experience. I stood, frozen, as I watched them. I was a complete deer in headlights. After a couple of minutes, I began pacing the room nervously as they continued their work. I heard a voice coming from the doorway. Hello. The whispered voice said softly. I nervously looked toward the direction of the almost seductive sounding voice. It was a nurse. She could see me. She was beautiful. She smiled at me, giving me an almost sense of relief and warmth. I shakily replied. Hi. I said, hoping she would volunteer to clear up my confusion. Come with me. She said with a grin, motioning me to follow her hand while walking away. I did just that. I took one more glance over my shoulder at my body and began walking out the door. As I exited the room, I looked to my right in the direction she had walked. She had already made it a good 20 feet ahead of me. I began walking quickly to keep up. Ma'am, slow down! You're walking too fast! I can't keep- The hallway was getting noticeably darker as I walked. I looked behind me. The ER room I came from was gone. The doorway was now just a wall, no yells from the doctors and nurses. It was dead silent. The dark hallway seemed to go on without end. I looked in front of me again. Hello? Nurse? Where are you? I yelled as loud as I could. Her seemingly disembodied voice said from the darkness. I walked and walked for several minutes. Blank, empty hospital walls were all that greeted me as I made my way further into the darkness. No more doors. No pictures. No people. The hallway became darker and darker with every step. The nurse said from the blackness, I stopped right there. By now, my concern had turned to annoyance. Alright, I'm not going any further. Nurse, come back here and tell me what's happening and then I'll come to you. I said sternly, silence hello nurse if this is a game i'm really not i was stopped by the realization that the hospital walls were now gone the black void the nurse had walked into was now surrounding me the darkness seemingly went on for eternity in all directions i stood confused even more confusing was the fact that while i was completely surrounded by darkness i could see myself clearly my body was still lit up as if i was in daylight Yet there was just nothingness around me. Could this be a sort of purgatory? I began to hear voices coming from the darkness. At first I could only hear murmurs. I couldn't tell if they were mumbling or just in the distance. I couldn't see anything around me. They became louder and more numerous. Many voices were now yelling. I could start to hear what they were saying. You're scum!
1: You're getting what you deserve!
2: I vividly remember some of the terrifying voices from the darkness. I tried to cover my ears as the voices became louder and louder, but it didn't help. I dropped to my knees and yelled for them to stop.
1: What do you want? You womanizer! Who are you?
2: Selfish! Go away! I frantically yelled. I tried to act tough and add a sternness to my orders, but my voice cracked with every demand. I ducked my head while continuing to hold my ears. The voices became louder as they continued to berate me. I felt an impact in my chest and fell on my back and began clutching my ribs. As I looked up who or what hit me, I saw a man standing in front of me. The hatred in his eyes is something I cannot describe, nor wish to. He stood over me with his fists clenched. The voices were beginning to die down. People were starting to gather around me. One by one, they seemingly appeared from the blackness, all with similar looks of hatred on their faces. The voices stopped. There were dozens upon dozens of people surrounding me, standing there with terrifying glares. It was now eerily silent. No one was talking. I nervously panned around the crowd of people around me. Put out my hands as I began to beg them to leave me alone. Who? Before I could start my plea, they began to attack me. All of them at once. Uh. They were kicking, punching, and scratching at me. Their rants uh. and yelling started up again. This time, even angrier uh. and meaner than before. Stop! Go away! Help! Uh. Help! I frantically screamed as they continued to claw uh. and beat me. I heard one of them say as he kicked me in the head, a woman who was clawing at my side with her nails taunted me as well. I'm going to tear you apart. You deserve far worse than this. I felt the raking of her claws on my torso intensely, yet when I looked at my skin, no marks, no scratches or blood. It's as if nothing happened, but the pain was there. The group continued their assault on me as I lay in a fetal position, trying to block as many of the blows as I could. This was a pain I've never felt before. The mental pain was equally strong. After what felt like an eternity, the people stopped their kicks and clawing and began tearing my clothes from my body. They were so violent about it, bending my limbs in ways that would normally break them just to get the clothes off me, but nothing was broken though. Feeling the pain of my limbs being stretched and bent without anything tearing or breaking is indescribable. The assaults continued as I laid naked on the ground, desperately attempting to plea to my attackers and blocking their strikes. Ooh. It was here that I don't know why I did what I did, but I began yelling for help from an unlikely source. God, please help me! Oh, God! Please help! I yelled into the air as I felt another blunt kick to my Ooh. ribs.
1: God's not
0: here.
2: One of them yelled.
0: He abandoned you.
2: I didn't know what to do, so I did the only thing I could. I continued my pleas to a God I had never believed in my entire life. This seemed to anger these people the more I continued.
1: You're evil. No one will save you. I hate you. We all hate you. God hates you.
2: Another man said while desperately trying to get his punches in among the crowd just as he landed his successful strike they stopped they just stopped and stared at me no one uttered a single word they just stared at me with a look of repulsion as if i wasn't worth the beatings anymore without a single word spoken they began to walk away there was a deafening silence as they walked back into the darkness i lay there naked Beaten. And alone. No bruises. No scratches. No blood. Just the immense pain from my seemingly unending attack. I began crying as I lay beaten. Beaten physically and emotionally. I began to realize where I was. This... was hell. Not the fiery pit of lava and rock I always imagined it would look like. It's dark and cold. I laid there for several more minutes until I felt a presence. I couldn't see anything, but there was something there, and I could feel its hatred in the stale air. This hatred, though, was far deeper. A groaned whisper came from the back void around me. It was in another language, but the message was received. The tone of the voice terrified me as I knew its intent was malevolent. As I tried looking around for where this voice came from, I felt an excruciatingly painful grasp on my ankle. If my bones could break, they would have been crushed to powder. Something was dragging me, violently. It was dragging me so fast, my naked, beaten body was sliding across the bare ground. The burning pain on my skin as the ground scraped underneath me was unimaginable. After I, I don't know how long, I stopped. After I hugged my torso in pain for a few seconds, I began to look around. The black void was still around me, but there were people. I panicked at the thought the attackers had returned. My panic turned to confusion as I realized they weren't attacking me, they weren't even looking at me all just wandering around, naked, like me. I stood up and slowly walked towards one of them. Who are you? Where are we? I asked. He turned his head slowly to look at me. He had a look of confusion on his face as if he was confused as to why I was speaking to him. He continued shuffling on, almost zombie-like. Everyone around me was doing the same, aimlessly wandering. There were hundreds, maybe thousands, if I could see further into the void. I was in hell. This is going to be my new eternity. I fell to the ground in tears. Some people turned to look at me, but all with a blank expression. As I sobbed uncontrollably on the ground, I felt the presence return, paired with a growling sound from above us, a body came hurtling to the ground, hitting with a deep thud. The person yelped in pain as they impacted. This caught the attention of the others, who then cowered in fear. They began crying while holding their arms in the air as if to block something. I then witnessed something truly horrifying. One of the crying people just lifted off the ground violently and disappeared into the black, black darkness above paired with another growling sound. The others let out a sigh of relief and began their slow shuffling. The person who had fallen was sobbing hysterically on the ground. I ran to her to try and help. As soon as I touched her, she screamed loudly swatting my hands from her. She got up and ran. I watched her run quickly until she disappeared into the eternal darkness. I don't know how much time had passed after that. I started walking around almost as aimlessly as the others. But all directions were just more darkness. Some people glanced at me. One man gave me a glare as if me simply being there irritated him. No, no, no! The presence was back. I felt it. The evil that coursed through me was intense as another body dropped from the emptiness. Another thud was heard paired with another scream of pain. The others once again put their hands up in fear. An intense pain went through my entire body as some of the invisible force was crushing my body. It lifted me into the air. It was my turn for whatever tortures lie ahead. I could see the scared people below me become smaller as I was lifted higher and higher. The grip around my body was so tight and so painful, I began crying in defeat when, from the emptiness in front of me, I heard a voice. A familiar voice said, It was my daughter! What is she doing here? I yelled to her. I screamed for help. Stephanie! Help me! Help me! My voice started to shrivel as the immense pain continued through the entirety of my body. I love you, Steph. I love you so much. I continued as I sobbed. I began to feel tired, exhausted. I don't know how to explain it, but I passed out. I awoke to more voices around me. I felt a sense of panic as I opened my eyes. My body was too weak to move. I looked up in fright. It was Stephanie, and she was smiling at me. Dad, can you hear me? She said quietly. I nodded with a frightened look.
1: Dad, you're going to be okay. You were shot, but the doctors were able to remove the bullet. They saved you.
2: She said in a much-needed, loving tone. It took a full day before I could speak coherently. The bullet had lodged itself in my skull just enough to put pressure on my brain. If the doctors had made one screw-up, I would have died. I've been in this hospital for four days now. Every day I think about what happened to me. Was it truly hell? Did I get a glimpse into an eternal damnation that awaits me or could the pressure on my brain have caused a hallucination? Whatever the explanation is, the horror I experienced was truly terrifying. The short time I was there was so scarring, I can't imagine an eternity of the same pain. They say that I flatlined for a full minute, if all that, everything that I saw and felt could happen in just one minute. I am truly terrified of what's in store for me when I die again. Thanks for listening to I've Just Returned From Hell. Story by Reddit user Defy. All production, narration, and main male character voiceovers by Minister Sinister. Additional voices. Intro. Freddy Trash and Mr. Noble by Jonathan Rickard. Secretary Betty by Shay Bryant at ShayBrights.com. Main story: Angry woman yelling insults by Billy Panico. Daughter, angry woman, and scared running woman. Serendipity: Erica Letitia voice acting at SoundCloud.com forward slash Erica Letitia Hobbs H O B B S. Nurse by Mickey Madalena. Yelling and taunting man by Jonathan Rickard. Music by Peter B. Helland. Thanks for listening, and we'll scare you in the next episode.